Runsack, Staffordshire and Cheshire, the show for news, features, reviews and all things running in your local area. Welcome to episode 44 of Runsack, Staffordshire and Cheshire. I'm Andy Vickerman. And I'm Gareth Copley-Jones. And we've got another guest. Who, who are you? Hi, I'm Phil Thomas. Right, it's Phil Thomas. We go back a little way, don't we, Phil? We do, indeed. Do, yeah. um, good, and, probably 10 years almost. Yeah, yeah. And um, actually, our uh, guests last week were Grin and Liz, and they were talking about the first ever Hanley Park run. And we've got another guest on tonight who was there in attendance, weren't you, Phil? I was indeed, and I'm only, I'm only actually there because you told me about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember that you, you were talking about this thing called the park run <laughs> uh, at, at Trenton Running Club, and so I went along. Yeah, I, I was actually there myself, but I didn't run because I was injured, so I didn't actually yeah. run until the second one. Yeah, yeah. Looked sorry uh, as you mm. all ran it. Um, yep. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's grown, hasn't it, since since that time? We we call you the eighteenth runner. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it has. It's grown massively. Um, it's it's uh, just yeah. I do kind of feel maybe like Brain Liz yourself and a few others. I do feel like a little bit sort of ownership of it all. Like I'm, you know, a proud father. Mm. Well, you've I think, certainly I think anyone, you've certainly done anyone a few now. Like, what are you up to about getting over three hundred? Oh no! I've, I've literally my two fiftieth was my final one before we all went into lockdown. Oh really? Oh right. Yeah, well, I was yeah. rounding up. You were, yeah. <laughs> Feel free to round up. <laughs> so, what have you been up to then, Phil? I'll ask you this week before I ask Gareth. Oh, not not a lot. Um, you know, going out for a, a brisk walk or a run uh, once a day. Um, quite lucky I can work from home at the moment. Uh, shopping for my folks who are sort of self-isolating themselves. Right, okay. That's pretty much it at the moment, to be fair. It's an experience shopping us, isn't it? it you know what? Very I'm learning strange. all sorts of things about what my parents like to eat. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very strange. I thought my habits were, were, were sort of uh, odd. But yeah, Kit Kats, <laughs> Kit Kats are nice lollies from the menu today. <laughs> Bottle, bottle and a half of whiskey. I have to get the mother, the father and mother. Please, please. <laughs> oh, my, each day. My, my parents are too total. <laughs> I don't know where I get my alcohol uh, taste from. It certainly mm-hmm. isn't the folks. <laughs> it must be that good pub near to you. Yes, yes. What's it called? The the, the holy inadequate. That's the, That's one, the yeah. one. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. talking about the Carvery. <laughs> no, yeah, I didn't think you were. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to then, Gareth? What have I been up to? Well, we, we're recording this on the Thursday night. I've just been out doing me clapping. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, Many out doing it? it? The first night, I was very sceptical about these things, considering I'm very community-minded, but I also know my neighbours. So <laughs> I, I was sort of... Are people actually going to do it? A roof was reading Lois's bedtime story upstairs, and she started hearing the clapping. And I was sort of carried because I'm working from home. I was carrying on doing me working from home, and I've got it on the telly. And Ruth goes, "You've got to come out. You've got to come out." And I went out and I caught the tail end of it. But it, yeah, the last two weeks it seems to have grown and grown and grown. And you start, oh yeah, they've come out this week, and they've come out this week. And, oh uh, look at yeah, you! Everybody's out. <laughs> have you got a little table in the in the hall? A little, a little no, chart. No, 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 oh, they, no. They were out on no, no. 
Yeah, yeah. There's going to be a prize for who's out <laughs> yeah. from the very start. You know, not like hey, like the uh, like these famous seventeen park runners at Bloody Hand that I'm hearing about. <laughs> if, if if this lockdown does continue, we will be having the other fifteen runners that <laughs> <Yeah>. run. <laughs> We're slowly going to go through everybody. <laughs> but yeah, um, a bit of running. Um, I swapped running clubs this week. All right, okay, go on. Uh, Elaborate. I've joined. Well, I've joined Silverdale relaunched, and uh, I know a few people involved, and. Um, yeah, I just fancied a change. Um, you can get a bit bogged down at a certain place. I, I love Newcastle to bits, uh, but yeah, some fresh ideas at Silverdale, and I thought I'd give them a give them a go. Yeah. And I, I like um, Blue and White, being a Huddersfield uh, Town fan, so I thought <laughs> blue, blue, blue and White Stripes, that'll do, mate. So, Are you going to do yeah. a live show then on the uh, first night? Yeah, do you want to know when it is? Because <laughs> I wouldn't mind knowing. <laughs> Go on then. I don't oh, know. I don't right. know when it, whenever whenever Boris lets us. Um, but yeah, what else have we done? We we had a we had a meeting about parkrun, didn't we? Sorry, Phil. This is you meant to be your no, big no. interview. <laughs> I'm, I'm all ears. I'm all ears. We did actually, yeah. So we had the meeting, and uh, there was there was a good handful of people on there, wasn't there? There were some good ideas that thrown about. Uh, there was a lot of ideas. The problem was there was, if anyone is interested, there was too many ideas and not enough thing, you know, backing behind each idea. So we've we've got so many options of places to have a park run. No one really wanted to tie themselves down to it. So we're we're sort of going down the line of we've got a possible venue in mind and we're going to look to see if people want to take that possible venue on rather than saying, you know, where do you want to have it? Because, you know, you just get a hundred different answers back because there is so many different venues. Um, and obviously funding for park runs isn't going to be, for certain people like councils, is not going to be very readily available for the next few years, what with this coronavirus and the downturn. So, um, yeah, we've got somewhere in mind. The, the, hopefully there'll be a bit of news in the next week or so. And, um, you know, so if anyone's interested in taking on a new park run, we've sort of, there was me, you, Liz, Brain, all the, the park run potteries royalty. Um, there was Vicky from the uh, Bursland park run, you know, so there was a few people on the call, but trouble is everybody on the call already had a park run. So no, one had, so... <laughs> no, there was a few others, wasn't there? So, yeah, yeah, there was a few others, yeah. So, um, yeah, so hopefully there'll be some news about that. So what else have I done? Um, yeah, just lots of running, uh, new trainers. Yeah, oh, so... wow. you, uh, you also won a prestigious photography award, I believe. Ah, yes. Come on, tell us all about yeah. it. I did read the well, article today. <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah, the article, I'm more proud of than the, um, the actual <laughs> award, because the article <laughs> described me as an adopted, an adopted stoking, <laughs> which my wife is fuming about, because yeah. it was the one thing she had on me living down here. You know, and now she's calling me, you know, and I've, and I've been described as a stokey. There's like nothing left. <laughs> I thought you'd have said I'm from Clayton. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I won that. Yeah, I won a, a, a cricket picture award. I also won the virtual Grand National as well. Oh, did you? Well, I'd imagine there were a few winners in this part of the line because it was called Potter's Corner. 
So if you're from round here, why wouldn't you put £2.50 each way on Potter's Corner? And all the money was going to charity. So, yeah, we put £2.50 each way on Potter's Corner. Really? And got, uh, and got um, how much did we get? 60 quid. So we gave back straight, straight back to charity. But, yeah, no, it was all good. Yeah. Oh, now, it, oh it has been a busy week because I've also been in Run ABC Midlands as well. Have you? What, what for this time? Because I was trying, and I don't. I'm hoping that a few people are taking it on. You know, like there's all these different challenges where people are sort of challenging people to do something, and then donate some money, and then nominate another group of people to do it. You know, a bit like the ice bucket challenge. Was. Yeah. So I saw because we do lots of stuff for the food bank at the Wami and Hanley. Um, I saw that. Um, that they were having an emergency appeal because they can't get to the shops like we can. So they're, they're, they're reliant on buying all these tinned goods and stuff to put in the food bank, but they're, they're faced with the same restrictions as we have. So you can imagine shopping for a food bank and having to go to queue outside Morrison's and having to fill your trolley with stuff. So they're having an emergency appeal for stuff as well as money. So they've got a crowdfunder. So... I was, um, so what did it say? What I, did it actually say in the run ABC? You know? Well, it's my my idea was that everyone could run five k and say that's five k for food banks. Donate five pounds to their crowdfunder, and then you nominate five friends. So there's three fives there. So run five, donate five, and then nominate five friends. And the idea was it would spread. So I put it in the run. Um, Jane Holt. Uh, Sarah mentioned it on Facebook, so she um, she wanted to put it in. So, if if you're after wanting to do something, I know there's a lot of people putting money to the NHS, but and rightfully deserved. But me with my socialist hat on, I actually believe the bloody government should be paying the NHS, and we shouldn't have to pay any. Um, but I I believe the the food banks and the tragic thing about the food banks is a lot of the key workers have to shop at food banks because they don't get paid enough. So I thought, let's try and support the food banks a little bit. So try and boost their total up. Very very noble of you. Very noble of you. Yeah. Sorry, I went a bit political there. But uh, no, yeah, so it was an idea. It was an idea because, yeah, we do lots for the food bank at at the Whammy and obviously at Hanley and it's not happening, is it, at the moment? The Akron food banks, so... You know, whilst we can't do it, let's uh, drop some money their way. So, I've had a busy week. Yeah, sorry, lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you've, you've exhausted me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, tune in next week. We might speak to Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've actually been out on a bike ride today, so I've run most of the week. But today I rested the joints and went out on a bike ride, and I got a flat tire, didn't I? So. Oh. <laughs> So that was a wasted. Um, I did actually manage to change it, but it took me a, a fair while. Um, so yeah, um, so that, that's that reminded me why I like running so much because you literally just put your trainers on and go. Um, and there's no mechanical side to it. Um, but yeah, other than that, just running, taking along, working from home, enjoying. I've I, I can't remember if I said last week. You have to, I have to try and. Have, strategically plan my day now around my run. I can't get up and go for a run or um, can't go at night. I have to try and do it midway through the day to break up the boredom. Uh, yeah, and that's about it. So where, when are you running, Phil? Are you, are you similar to that or do you just get up and go? Or 
Um, well, I've not run since Monday now. All right. Um, okay. Partly because I've, um, I think I've hurt my hip from gardening on the weekend. <laughs> oh. I know. Uh, but the garden looks amazing now. Uh, but I try, I've, it, to be fair, with, with all that's going on, running's taken a bit of a backseat. Yeah. I live right by the canal, but I'm avoiding going along the canal because the towpath isn't two metres wide. No, exactly, yeah. So I've been running on empty car parks or uh, trails near me, just um, doing everything I can really to avoid all, all human contact. Yeah. Well, uh, welcome to the um, the uh, gardening and cycling show anyway. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, my my bodily is doing really well. <laughs> well, should we get on with the show anyway, and we'll actually have a proper chat. Go for it. Well, this week's guest is Phil Thomas, who was one of the famous seventeen Hanley Park runners. <laughs> um, but yeah, but Phil Thomas, he he's. Famous in the area, shall we say, Phil, for all your charity work. You're a, a big charity runner. Um, but let's let's get into it. So when did you start running, Phil? Were you one of these people that embraced cross-country age 13 and, you know, and you were running track and all this, or were you one of these late developers? Uh, can I say both? <laughs> I, I did enjoy cross-country as a kid in school, but then once school was finished, I went to art college, um, and just found drink and girls, and that was it. Then till I sort of hit my early thirties, then then I started running again. And you, did you join a club or did you just initially no? Ran? Initially I didn't, um, but I I somehow found my way to Trenton Running Club ten years ago, January twenty ten. I joined Trenton, uh, by which point I'd been running for a couple of years before, prior to that. So you you were like one of these John Joneses that listen to our uh, our podcast. If you, if you're not, you, do you listen to the podcast? Occasionally, I can't say I'm a regular, but uh, now I've got this newfangled phone, I've got the podcast app, so I can. Oh, I feel you'll be taking that oh. phone back soon, then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a subscriber and everything. Oh wow, <laughs> we've got two now. <laughs> Go on, sorry, Gareth. No, you're all right. So, as we mentioned, you, you're quite infamous in the area for all your charity work, and you've done so a, a few challenges, running challenges before in the past. There's you, the one that most people know you for is your marathons. You ran the Potteries Marathon six times, That's right. was it? Six times, and the last one was the actual Potteries Marathon on the it Sunday. Was. And you ran that for who? Uh, uh, well, let, let's let's just remember that I ran them all consecutively. So six days, six times. Wasn't like I ran it six times over a number of years. <laughs> <laughs> it was all it was all in the space of a of a week, uh, just to make it more fun. Uh, but yeah, I ran ran the whole thing for the Don Louise Children's Hospice. That, that's fantastic. And, and have you done any? Over, you have done over. Um, run. I'm, I'm alluding to your big one because I think your big one's amazing. Mm. That you're going to tell us all about. But what other ones have you done before in the past, as well as your your famous well, six, six 
six and six the whole, days. The whole sort of thing started 10 years ago. Um, so I would have probably have finished or, no, actually, I would have just been getting ready to start um, a half marathon in each of the six towns that make up Stoke-on-Trent. And that was time to coincide with the, the, the federation of the, of the six towns becoming one sort of district or city. As it, as it was in tw- in, uh, in 1910. And so that's where it all sort of came from, and that's where the, the name The Six Towns Runner was sort of was born. And then in 2012, with my limited mathemate- mathematical brain, I just thought, okay, now we can do 12 in 2012. So I did 12 half marathons in 2012. And then in 2015, it was this was a, a, a bet, really, with Lee Jones, when he said to me that he wanted to start the Potteries Marathon up again, I said, if you can do that, I will run it six times in sittings in a week. And so, yeah, the rest is history. Nothing to inspire Lee there. <laughs> <is> it? <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> I'm, I'm getting this yeah, to work. Absolutely, yeah, come hell or high water, Phil is going to run it six times now. <laughs> I remember... Um coming down actually i think I, it must have been the 2012 one i think it was 2012 yeah i you, came, I came you, down i think it was westport lake around it, there it, and it um, was you me and young elizabeth and was in Pushka, the yeah yeah yeah, yeah i've forgotten yeah. about that it's just all come back as you were saying yeah yeah i oh, know i remember it well yeah it was a, it was a great day <laughs> i think i think that might have been my fourth of 12 fantastic brilliant phil yes well so then you you um you had a few years off of being um baiting you to have a go at doing something else and then what was it about six seven months ago you you came up with a crazy idea oh it was actually it goes back to 2018 but i just kept it all to myself until until sort of recently um but yeah after after the marathons in 2015 that was pretty much it for me and then stupidly i saw this tweet um by uh by uh, somebody who was actually congratulating a, a chap named Ricky Gates, who I'd never heard of, but this guy, uh, Ricky Gates, is an American ultra runner. He's quite quite a prolific and uh, famous chap, to be honest. And he had just finished running around San Francisco in something that he'd called every single street. And <laughs> pretty pretty much immediately, my very next thought was, oh, amazing. I'm going to do that one day in Stoke-on-Trent. I thought you were going to say in San Francisco. <laughs> uh, if he hadn't. <laughs> He's, you know, so, uh, so yeah, so that was Christmas or December 2018. And by sort of the very beginning of, of 2019, I thought, yeah, let's do this, Phil. Um, but then I spent much of last year just in the, on an s- everlasting cycle of procrastination, thinking, is this possible? Is this feasible? Am I strong enough physically to do this? How on earth can this be done? Uh, and then I got, I managed to eventually to convince A to Z Maps to uh, help me. And they sent me some huge maps over. And that was pretty much like that. That was like key for me. Once I saw that, that made it much more real. And uh, yeah, it's been, unfortunately now with the whole COVID thing, that's put, put a bit of a mocker on it. So, how many streets are there in Stoke-on-Trent now? Oh, I've no idea. Um, ask yeah. me after I've done it. <laughs> I've no idea. 
I can... How many would you say you've done so far? Well, I haven't ran any of them. Oh, haven't you? Yeah. Right. Uh, no, the, the whole thing would have started on the 1st of May this year. Ah, uh, see, right, okay. So the, the whole thing was six weeks, um, starting on the 1st of May and finishing on the Potter's Off on the 14th of June. Right, I see. Okay, uh, and that was yeah. running. That was running every single day with time off from work, and if I'm working, then running in the evenings. Are we just playing it by ear then now, or are you put it back and you're planning well, something else? Well, it's it will okay. it will happen. It's it is a case of play it by ear and see what uh, what Boris and uh, the the government say, uh, whether it's. Um, Absolute worst case scenario for me is it, it's just put back until May the first, twenty twenty one. But yeah. ideally, I'd like to get it boxed off before the end of this summer. One one thing I wouldn't want to do is to be running this um, in the winter months when it's dark. Yeah, it's, no, you don't it's gonna that. yeah. I mean, it's kind of gonna be me self navigating. I've mapped out every single road and route around the city, which is kind of it's almost like a two phase challenge. Is is mapping the entire city out into into workable routes, and there's no there's no real efficiency. I've tried my best to to make it as efficient as possible, so I'm not going to be sort of running back on roads I've already covered. But that's that's just been a nightmare in and of itself. Um, but yeah, no, it's it will happen because uh, people have been sponsoring me online for for the charities, uh, and so I'm quite conscious about that. And and just because this has been my my life passion really for the last year or so, or more now eighteen months almost I've been thinking about this it's been in my head um, so yeah I need to lance the boil. So, so how many how many miles do you think you'd be doing a, a day? Phil, uh, it, it, to- it totally varies. Um, I've not. Uh, there's only been a few days when, based on the mapping I've done online, um, it's there's only a few days when it works out at about twenty four, twenty five miles. I was thinking well, before I started mapping, I was I did have it in my head that I'd be doing you know thirty plus miles. I'd be going to ultra distances on the weekend, but it just hasn't been necessary with the time off from work that I've got and the evening runs. So long as I don't need to have a rest day uh, then yeah it can be boxed off in that six week period and the, the 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 smallest sort of distance wise is an evening run of five miles around Gomes Mill in Longton uh, and if I am working then you're looking I'm looking at sort of anywhere between five six to up to maximum sort of 10 miles if I'm working the following day so mm-hmm. it's not been too bad in that regard because famously, I do not like running beyond a half marathon distance. <laughs> that's, that's not my cup of tea. Anything beyond a half marathon, I, I tend to get grouchy. <laughs> uh, are you um, asking people to come and run with you again? Absolutely. Obviously, not at the moment. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Def- definitely. You know, that, that's one of the facets to this, really, is a, a celebration of Stoke on Trends uh, for people to come and show me where they live, show me their their neighbourhood and what they think is nice or special or interesting, any historical significance to where they live. You know, I'm totally down to hearing everyone's stories and, you know, walking down people's uh, driveways, avenues, paths, whatever. Yeah, really, yeah, that, that's a, a part of it. And I think 
I think it would just naturally be anyway. You know, I've one of the one of the terms I've been called in the past is the the Pied Piper of runners. Uh, so I don't think I'd uh, be lonely at any point on this challenge. <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, so when it's every every street, Phil, it's like you, you've got to do the whole street. So if it's a cul-de-sac, you've got to go all the way to mm-hmm. the end and come yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people people keep asking me, you know, will I just step foot in a street and say, that's it, I've done it. And and for me, one of the one of the key things, one of the things that's just about me if you like is is my psyche is to want to know what's over the next horizon what's down that alleyway what's around that bend so a lot of this is just my own curiosity and my urban exploration wanting to to see what's down there so yeah that i will travel down every single street all the way to the end and then back i'm sure quite often i'll be a bit disappointed but (laughs) (laughs) it's how it is uh, I bet you can't wait for him, Stoke and Ashbank, can you? Oh dear, yeah, you know what, Ashbank is, uh, again, this is where I've tried to box clever by uh, looking at the train and seeing if, seeing how I can run down these things, but uh, <laughs> yeah, again, it's just, there's no efficiency, <laughs> you're still running back up at least 50% of the time, Yeah. Um, so yeah, don't, don't mention places like that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking more of um, um, what's the Penkle area in terms of the hills. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, oh, I can't remember what any of the roads called. James Street, Street yeah, places uh, like Penkle that. New Road, yeah. James Street. Yeah, they're uh, scary. <laughs> but it's, it's, the father-in-law used to do it at football training because he used to live at Penkle, and he's recommended me do it a few times. Where you, if anyone knows the area, but you. Run down Honeywall, up Penkel New Road, That's down it. Chamberlain, up James Street, and down Trent uh, Trent New Valley yeah. Road back down yeah. to Oak Hill. It's fairly. It's I've done it a few times. I've taken people with me, and they've only ever been. <laughs> were the were the people you take took with you? Were they still friends afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> There were, as long as we suggested running along the canal <laughs> the following time. But yeah. yeah. So, who, well, you mentioned you're doing this for charity. Which okay, charity well, is you doing this for, Phil? Uh, up until now, everything I've done has been for the, the Don Louise Children's Hospice. And that was probably not going to change much. Um, but then, sadly, in, in August last year, just as I was going to launch this and say this is what's going to happen, voila. Uh, and have a big fanfare. My my brother sadly passed away, so that sort of changed a lot of um, the dynamics and the focus of this. So ultimately, I've decided to, to to run, put sort of partly in his memory, and so I'm going to be raising money for a, a charity that he would have liked and approved of, which is the uh, Irises Cats in Need, because he was quite a you know big cat lover. And then I'm also raising money for. North Staffordshire Mind as well as my my brother and like so many other people um, has had you know emotional difficulties and um, struggles with mental health in the past. So that's a kind of another sort of facet to this is to you know to talk about my mental health and I did have this crazy notion that I could maybe gauge the the city's uh, mental health as I was running around and see how how people were feeling. But I don't know um, how how that would work in practice. But yeah, so it's North Staffordshire Mind and Iris's Cats in Need. 
Um, Excellent. Well, they're all fantastic charities. Um, so for the people listening, and if they want to get involved and come and um, do a run with you and they want to uh, give to charity, um, now's your time to give yourself a shameless plug, Awesome. Um, been, well, yeah, why not? Uh, the, the best way is to look for me on Facebook, um, and it's still uh, under the uh, the old sort of name as the Six Times Run is my page, and that's where I post all the updates. On Twitter, you can find me at Six Times Runner, and also on Instagram too, as Six Times Runner. Essentially, if you just look for the the hashtag Six Times Run, Six Times Runner, you will come across me at some stage. The other thing, Phil, we wanted to talk to you about is um, mm. go, uh, good yeah, gyms. Right. So, so we don't have well, good gyms in, in crew. It's nationwide, um, but we don't know anything about good gym. Tell us about okay. good gym, Well, Phil. yeah, um, I'm one of the founding members for uh, what will hopefully become Good Gym Stoke at some future point. Uh, and I believe you, you are as well, uh, Gareth. You you're down as a as a founder. Well, I, I I am. I I heard about Good Gym. Ooh, God, five six years ago when it first launched. And if anyone doesn't know about it, Phil's going to tell us. But I think it's one of the most amazing, uplifting sort of organisations for running that you could ever possibly imagine. Um, anyone that gets the whole park run community thing, the good gym seems to just go a few yeah. levels higher, you know. So, um, tell tell us about good gym, the organisation. Okay. Um, well, good what good gym is basically uh, uh, do good, get fit. So you you go out into the community as a group of runners, and you sort of do a good deed. So uh, in crew. The, the setup is that you run from the town council offices and the centre of crew to a community project. Um, so for, for example, let's say the food bank and crew, um, they get a delivery every month, uh, might be more so from Crew Alex when they've got a home game. Uh, all the fans, even the away fans are tipped off that the, the crew food bank are collecting. So they have a massive delivery that day. And uh, they've only got a few volunteers, so they they would struggle to sort all that food out into date order and perishable, non-perishable and such like. So they, they get the, the good gym guys to come along that evening and to do it all. And literally, there's 15, 20 of us, and we can get that boxed off in less than an hour. And then we, we'll do, uh, we'll run there, we'll run back. It's, it's only... Um, there's always walking groups as well. So if you're not a, a keen runner, you can still walk. Or if you're an injured runner, uh, there's always that option. And there are fitness tasks that we'll do afterwards too. And we'll always have a, a bit of a cool down and a stretch afterwards. And yeah, it's just, it, it, like you say, it's so uplifting. It's all about feel, the feel good factor. Uh, I probably get more out of it than, than, than I give, which... I'm sure most people would say the same because it is just that that community spirit, that feeling that we're making a bit of a difference positively in people's lives. Uh, we've cleaned um, churches recently before the lockdown, obviously. Uh, we've um, 
later picked on the uh, around estates. We've we've done countless different things over the over the sort of the five months. I think that the the crew one has been running now. And uh, yeah, once I a bit like yourself, Gareth, I'd registered with with a, a good Jim Stoke page a few years back when I first heard about what good Jim was. Uh, but once I'd seen it in action at Crew, I thought, well, I'm going to go the extra level here and try and get something off the ground. Uh, and and yeah, it's, it's been great. Because like this, it's quite big in other in, in the bigger cities. It's very big, good gym, and they meet more than once a week. And but they do, um, which I think is a fantastic thing. That what did they call them for? We yeah, like the vulnerable people that, that are on their own and. And a good gym That's runner right. would run to them, yeah. have a cup of tea with them. You know, I, the ideal mm. thing that what's going on at the moment now, um, and just check in yeah, so on that, uh, lonely so that, people. Yeah, that's you know, the other them. sort of um, side to good gym is what what they call the coach runs. So the 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 vulnerable or elderly person is the coach, and you uh, once you've been DBS checked and uh, such like, then you are free to then. Uh, team up with an elderly person and yeah you'll go around uh, once a week and it, it's a, it is almost like a, a sort of a befriending service in many ways um, so you might pick up a local a, a paper for the person you might need to change the light bulb if they can't do it themselves what we've recently done obviously with the, the whole covid crisis now is that things like that have really come into their own so they are so good gym runners across the uk have been helping People with uh, hospital discharges, getting the uh, getting homes ready for someone that's coming uh, coming home from hospital, doing the shopping, and obviously you know dropping that off at a safe distance. What what Good Gym is really good at, um, and no pun intended, is the is the, the online training and support for all the runners too. So I recently did some safeguarding and um, all the all my sort of online training for COVID nineteen. Uh, which includes cash handling if the if the if the, the the person you're doing the shopping for can't sort of pay good gym um, via a, via a bank transfer or whatever, uh, and um, you know how to basically liaise with the person so that you you maintain that social distancing, and uh, you know you protect yourself and you protect the, protect the vulnerable person, and all that is free as and uh, is available online for all all registered good gym, good gym runners. And yeah, it's literally has, I'm sure in, in many parts of the country, been a lifesaver for, for many people now that Good Gym's been able to, it, it has sort of radically altered what, what it does. You know, we can't do the group runs at the moment. And we obviously we've got to, we can't go into the people's houses and chat to them as we normally would. But yeah, it's that, that has been a tremendous benefit, I'm sure, for lots of people. And, uh, you know, Good Gym runners up and down the country have been volunteering not just via good gym, but with their local councils too. So it's, it's, it has been a tremendous effort by many people. Yeah, it's very much sort of giving you run yeah. a bit of a purpose. You know, we all mm. we all go off and run, but you know, you can run four miles to someone's house. Well, however yeah. long you want to run, you do your good deed and, and run back. So you've, you've ticked mm. two massive boxes there, haven't you? You've got your exercise and you've, you know, you've, you've done something yeah. for the community, which obviously is helping your mental yeah, health. And yeah, it's it's, it's the, one of the main benefits, I think, is to 
to try and sort of um, attack the whole social isolation for for older and vulnerable people who who are otherwise on their own or in in the community. So I think that's been uh, been ter- terrific for for a good gym, and it's again it's one of the main reasons why I think. You know, I'm really pushing hard to get something like this set up in in North Staffordshire at the moment. Yeah, so if you if you are interested, Good Gym have got a website which I'm sure I'm sure it's a dot com, but it's yeah. not just put Good Gym in if Google. You just Google Good Gym Trent and register your interest. I had a had a wee look earlier on, and we we've got oh, yeah. 137 runners registered, um, which is more than we need. But the more that we can register, the better. The, the more runners uh, that want to sort of get involved with this, the better, because it, it really shows good gym in London that, that Stoke is ready for this. They want it to happen. And, yeah, you know, well, I am engaged with good gym central office, uh, but the more runners that can register and say, yeah, I want to be a part of this, then, yeah, please do. Uh, every Everything helps. So, but in the meantime, you, you run right. crew good gym over in over in crew. So, when do yeah, you meet? So on Wednesday, Wednesday nights, night, um, we meet at six thirty at Crew Town Council Building, uh, and yeah, that's uh, that's a, obviously we're not meeting at the moment. Yeah. And we, but uh, hopefully, as soon as we're allowed to, we'll be back to our usual Wednesday nights in crew. So anyone, yeah, anyone that wants to come along, and, please, uh, again, just have a look for the Good Gym Crew page. You can register online. It is completely free, by the way, uh, to register as a Good Gym runner. And when you do, you will get your red T-shirt, a little bit like Park Run. They, they do T-shirts. So when you first register, you get a red T-shirt. Uh, and then once you've done 100 good deeds, you'll get a black T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I can see where they're going. Yeah, it's, it's a similar. It's, a, it's just like well just worn, like that. well worn path now to um, yeah t-shirt fame. <laughs> and it's and it's very interchangeable, and it's you could you know you could it's a bit like a park run in a way that you can be a, a good gym yeah, tourist. Absolutely, I you can if go you're uh, working away group. or you're on it's a midweek, um, then yeah, there's normally a. I know Good Gym Newcastle, as in YI up on Tyne, man, not the one here. They they run on a Monday evenings. Um, Derby have got a, a Good Gym, which is probably the most the next most sort of local one after Crew for us at the moment. Um, there's Birmingham, yeah, they're a nationwide organisation. Uh, I think they've got fit over fifty Good Gym hubs nationally at the moment. Yeah, and if if anything, this what this COVID nineteen things told us is the the importance of community spirit. So if if it's mm. something that interests you, yeah, you know, doing a bit of running, doing a bit of community help, and, mm. and that yeah, look them up. You're a busy man, Phil. Well, thank, thank you, you Gareth and Andy. Coming on the show, it's a pleasure to finally make it on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, no thanks. Thanks for making the effort. It's, uh, it's been really enlightening, actually. I didn't know anything about good gym. Yeah, um, I know that you're crazy and you do lots of um, events. I'm just wondering what you what you might be doing next after you've done the um, well, on Trent Street. Can, can because I, you can... always say, "Oh, I'm not <laughs> going to do anything else." <laughs> All right. Well, well, whilst this is public, can I just make a note before 
any historians or clever clogs come online that have already <laughs> let me just defuse this now that in 2025 so five years from now will be a hundred years since the Stoke and Trent be, actually became a city it was granted city status in 1925 by King George V okay, so let me that. just say when that happens I'm going on holiday <laughs> I'm not going to be here. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, no, I can to, see something. Literally, there'll, there'll be nowhere left for me to run. I'll have done the whole city. I think you're going to have to run to... Um, no, Andy. <laughs> run to London, meet St. George. Uh, King George, sorry, St. George. King George. And, um, and run back. Oh, dear. Don't, <laughs> That's easy, isn't it? Don't, don't, don't plant these thoughts. Please don't plant <laughs> these seeds. <laughs> Well, no, thanks very much, Phil. Uh, oh, you're welcome. I think that's about it, isn't it? I have had a message off uh, Mick Hall. Um, oh. He has said that he is doing free digital downloads of running photos for anybody in the NHS. So uh, get in touch um, if you've got one that you specifically like and he will arrange that for you. Um yeah, and I think that's it. We're going to try and get a couple more people on over the next couple of weeks. I won't say anything yet. We've yeah, got yeah. 15 more. <laughs> 15 more, Andy. Um, so I think that's about it. What are you two up to this week? More um, more of the same, I suppose. I suppose, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a long weekend break now from work as well. So, yeah, I'm yeah. not sure. Rob. Even more staying mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Gareth? Yeah, I'm just um yeah, we I'm sure everyone else is doing the same that have got a, um some, you know, children and that of school age at home, but we are still trying to carry on the homeschooling because there's nothing <laughs> much else really to do, is there? So uh, so you just try and give them a bit of routine, yeah. So, Great stuff. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, just a bit of that, bit of you get out every day at about three o'clock to clear your head. Um, yeah, and just keeping all his fingers crossed and, and stuff. Yeah. Um, do you so, think he'll know yeah. it then, Gareth, or not? No, what? Oh, yeah, yeah he might not. Yeah, good oh, point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Um, that's about it. We will try and report in with another episode next week. Thanks very much to Phil for um, giving us something to talk about this week. And I'm sure we'll hear him on many episodes in the future. So I think it's only one thing left to say. What do we say, Gareth? <laughs> I was leading him in. Go on, Phil. Do you know? Uh, Ron Staffordshire in Cheshire. Oh, but at a, but a safe distance. He's <laughs> at a safe distance. Fantastic. Go on, Gareth. Yeah, keep, keep run sacking. See you later. Everyone. See you. See you. Bye. Bye. On your own. See you later.